Hey, my name is J.R. Robinson, and I'd like to welcome you to When He Speaks Erotica, the podcast where I talk about relationships, love, sex, and everything under the umbrella, all from my perspective. And as always, let me say thank you to everyone who listens and supports the podcast. Ladies, we need to talk. Now, I know there's a lot of bad apples out here when it comes to men, but that doesn't mean that all men are bad. We're not all cheaters, we're not all players, and we're not out to hurt you. So my topic for tonight is, can you please stop blaming all men for the actions of a few bad apples? Also, my question of the night is, why don't men want relationships but still want sex? So please do me a favor, sit back, open up a bottle of wine, relax, and I'll be right back with the question of the night. So my question tonight is, why don't men want relationships but still want sex? Now this answer is quite complicated in my opinion. There are many explanations. First, it's important to understand that not all men feel this way and there are many men who want an actual relationship. However, there are also some guys who don't want to be involved in relationships and just want to screw around. There's several possible explanations. One possibility is that some men simply enjoy the physical act of sex more than the emotional intimacy of a relationship. And I think that is a huge number of men who have that thought process. Being young and old. Well, not so much older, but um, I think the thought process ranges from younger men to, to, to some older men in their 40s and possibly their 50s. For these men, sex is just a physical release. They don't need anything or, or want anything more than that. I'm done. I'm, I'm good. Another possibility is that some men are afraid of relationships. They've been scarred and hurt and their, their, their heart's been trampled on. And yes, ladies, some men get that same treatment that you get. I know that might be hard for you to believe because a lot of women just feel like they're the only ones who get, you know, their feelings hurt or get fucked over. But nah, it goes both ways. There have been men who have been hurt in the past and they simply are afraid of commitment. Now, they may enjoy the idea of sex because with that comes a no-hassle relationship. And finally, it's also possible that some men just don't want to deal with the drama that comes with relationships. And yes, (laughs) there's going to be some drama in relationships. And in my opinion, a lot of dudes are just not mentally in tune or able to adapt to that that way of thinking or that environment that that you know where it's just constant argument or bickering or 
having spats and you know you having an attitude for nothing and we trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong with you but you don't want to talk you just want to sit there and be mad not all women but if you're going to be honest with yourself there are some who do it there are some of y'all who listen to this podcast that goes through that it happens whatever the reason is it's important to remember that not all men feel this way there are many men who just want to be happy and are willing to commit to you if you're interested in a relationship don't give up because you met a man who doesn't want one there are plenty of fish in the sea I'm going to give you some reasons why men don't commit when he's getting the type of sex or attention he requires and now these examples are stuff that I have gone through. I've, I've seen other people going through. I've heard other people, other men speak about. So I'm not telling you something I don't know. This is coming straight from what I know. Number one, you're amazing in bed. If a, if a man comes across a woman who is perfect, who understand what it is that his body needs, who know how to wear a certain outfit that just captures his attention. If he's watching a football game and you walk past him in some shorts or his uh, button-down shirt, guess what? He's going to turn that TV. He may not even turn the TV off. He's going to tackle you. A man love how you and him, how the both of you feel together. Cause you make him, you, you can make a man feel alive, and, and, and we can't get enough of, of that, that good love. You know, being able to explore each other's bodies and finding new ways to make each other feel good. And if you're like responsive, it it, it adds to it. You know, I, I think one of the biggest things that that turned me on is to hear a woman moan and gasp for pleasure. I love that shit. I love how you always make sure I'm enjoying myself and and you you give me the same pleasure as if you're giving yourself. So when men are getting this type of amazing loving, why should I commit? That's the thought process of a lot of men, so I ain't gonna even lie. Number two. You're like a goddess compared to the horrible or the bad relationships we may have experienced in the past. When you come off as a goddess compared to who we used to date, we can do no wrong. You're always in my thoughts. It makes me feel like I'm unlucky in love. And then I meet you. Someone who is everything I've been looking for, everything I've been asking God for, the perfect woman, my weird science project. And if you haven't seen weird science, please check it out. Get everything I ever wanted in a woman and more. I love the way you make me feel. I love everything you do. Cook for me. Wash my clothes, take care of me mentally, take care of my mind, take care of helping with my finances. Um, you come with low maintenance. 
You make me feel like I'm the best boyfriend or partner in the world. And if I'm getting that, why should I commit? Number three. You make me feel like I'm important and I'm amazing. You make me feel like not so much important and amazing, but valued and appreciated. Valued and appreciated. When a woman makes a man feel valued and appreciated, that's all he wants. The simple thing. It's about making them, it's about making us feel like we're a part of something special. Like our relationship means more than anybody relationships on, on this earth. Our relationship is the most important relationship ever. It's about making us feel like we're worth your time and your attention. Number four, we feel like we can be wild. We can let go of ourselves around you and not be judged. With you, we can be ourselves. We want to let go and feel the that exhilaration of being alive. The opportunity to feel a deep connection with you and believe that everything is possible when we're together. It's like you, you bring out the best in both of us. And we feel like we can conquer the world with you. The next one is because you're just like us. You want sex just like us. You, you want nasty ass sex just like us. You want knocked down, sweaty, hot, steaming sex just like me. You enjoy it just as much as I do. It's like you make me feel like everything is positive. There's nothing that we're doing that should be looked at as wrong or, or too much. You're not one of those women who's going to be like, eh, I don't do that. Whenever something is suggested, or you may bring up a suggestion and say, let's try this. Compared to just doing the norm. Compared to just me getting on top of you and pumping out you know, eight or nine minutes to talk about somebody. It's an experience to enjoy with someone who is, who thinks along the lines of you. It's almost like a mirror reflection of who you are. Let me wrap this up. It's important to remember that given that when women give men the sex he wants and he don't want to commit to a relationship you, you gotta under, you gotta know that about him before you have sex you, you gotta know who know who he is before you open your legs because if he tells you or shows you that he's not interested in a relationship then don't put your feelings and don't put your body in his hands. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, like you, feeling you, but this is a two-party situation. You get what you want, I get what I want. And sure, we don't have to be in a, we don't have to get married or get engaged, 
but we best be along the lines of talking about a commitment before we even commit to having sex. Because people can have sex all day. I'm sorry. A person can only commit when every area of their life is being fed. People can have sex all day and no commitment. And it depends on what you're looking for at the time. If you spend time with a person, you're nurturing, inspiring, being supportive, eventually things may lead to a commitment. But if he doesn't see, or if he doesn't receive you giving these things, if he doesn't receive you nurturing him or being supportive, because all you're going to get is a man who wants sex and no relationship. And on that note, I'll be right back with my topic. I'm sorry. I'll be right back with the sex facts of the night. All right, so my sex fact for tonight is... The average person spends approximately eight minutes per day thinking about sex. It seems like we think about sex quite a bit throughout the day, even if we're not actively pursuing it. And I think this could be because sex is such a natural and pleasurable part of our lives, or because we live in a society that is that's just very, uh, very uh, sex positive. Whatever the reason, it's clear that sex stays on our mind. All right, so I'll be right back with my topic of the night. All right, so my topic of the night. Ladies, stop blaming all men for the actions of a few bad apples. It's time for y'all to stop blaming us for what other guys have done may have said or treated you in the past. And I know it feels like every man out here is out to get you. And that simply ain't the case. Yes, there are some bad men out here. I can't even lie to you. And they will do something harmful or they will intentionally try to hurt you. That's just the way of the world. It's sad, but it does exist. But there are also good men to, to balance out the the horrible, the knuckleheads that you do come across. Who will do anything to protect you? Who will love you unconditionally? Now, you may have to look a little bit for these men, but we exist. And it's just unfair to paint all men with the same brush because of the actions of a few. We're not all monsters, ladies. It seems like every day there's another story in the news about a man behaving badly towards a woman, whether it's sexual harassment, assault, or some other form of misconduct. And it's easy to stop feeling like all men are knuckleheads. But before you write off the entire gender, remember this. We're not all bad. I, I, I keep harping on that because... For some reason, relationships just don't seem to be what they used to be. It's more about convenience. I mean, it's always been about convenience. 
Well, I think there's been a blend of convenience and harmony and love and support and, and togetherness and all that good stuff that you want out of a relationship or a marriage. Those things exist. But convenience threw up in there to kind of like be a, uh, to be like a glue, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Because I, 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 I call convenience type of glue because if you got love or if you got partial love and you got someone who works hard then convenience can keep you together it can be that that glue that holds you you know because when you have built time and you you know gain momentum in a relationship you don't want to build something up and then all of a sudden go through that with someone else but then you might not be your happiest with that person you might not feel fulfilled 100% with that person but because there's some type of convenience there you'll stay and maybe it'll grow maybe it'll prosper maybe it will be close to what you want and close to what you want compared to not having something at all and my book always seems to be a little bit better than not having anything but that's just my opinion I may be wrong sure there's some bad apples out here and there's some some pigs for lack of a better word who can't be trusted but if you put the effort in, you'll find your dream guy, or you'll find someone who recognizes who you are as a person, as a woman. Um, these last few years with the Me Too movement has made a trying to find the right word has come on strong uh, now any woman who has been touched, harassed sexually harassed hurt because of a man uh, then I don't support that I don't support any man hurting a woman in any manner I think it's been like over a year since the, the Me Too movement picked up steam and, and has made itself into our our existence. I mean, even though it's been going on, it's been on the hush, but, you know, with so many incidents or cases coming out, everybody seems to want to speak up about it. And, and trust me when I say this, if you have... You know, going through that, let somebody know. Make it known. Because you don't deserve that. You don't deserve to be harassed at any point in your life by anyone. And I think in that time, it seemed like powerful men have finally, are finally being held accountable for their actions. But we've also seen a lot of backlash against the movement, with many people quick to point out that not all men are bad. And while that's true, 
it's also true that the majority of sex assaults, sexually assaulted victims are women. And that's why it's so important that, that's why it's so vital that we continue to have these conversations or it should be brought to light. Especially when it comes to uh, consent and respect and how to create safe and healthy relationships. We're no longer, we can no longer afford to sweep these these issues under the rug and pretend that they don't exist. Too many women have been hurt for too long and it needs to stop. It needs to come to a stop. Why is this theory harmful? It's no secret that when it comes to relationships, men often get the bad route. Whether it's being accused or being emotionally unavailable, or taking on the role as the breadwinner who's always unable to help in the household because he has to work. There's always something that men are being blamed for. And while that's true, that some are bad apples, it's not fair to lump all men in this category. Here's why the theory is harmful. It perpetuates the stereotype that men are emotionally closed off. And this is simply untrue. We're doing a disservice for those who do express their emotions and who are open and who are willing to be there for their, for their woman and their families and, and be the man that they're supposed to be. Number two, it put the blame on men for problems that may entirely not be their fault. Sure, there's some men who, have, who, have, who are afraid of commitment and who have trouble expressing their feelings, there are also women who exhibit the same behavior. So what makes me the villain when a woman does the same thing? And it's not spoken about, it's not uh, addressed. I think the few bad apple argument is sexist. It implies that all men are to blame for the action of a few in relationships. And not only is that unfair, but it also does not acknowledge the fact that women can be abusive too. Now, I'm not going to say I've been abused, you know, and I had a couple of people come at me, you know, and I've never touched them. Never smacked a woman, I've never hit a woman, I've never choked a woman. But I did shake the shit out of a couple who were a little bit too aggressive and I needed to get them off of me. I damn near shook one weave off, a wig off. Because I got tired of her running up on me and, I, and, and because the way my mother and my grandmother raised me, not to hit a woman, that stayed with me. Because I, I would kill somebody if someone touched my grandmother or my mother or my daughters or my niece, any any female in my family. And it's 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 on. So I, I want the same respect. I want the same I want you to look at me in the same way. I, I don't want you to run up on me and touch me, grab me, and think you can hit me because I'm a man and I can handle or I can deal with the blow. No motherfucker. Cause you might catch me on the on a bad day. You fuck around, and get a two piece. Shit, you know. 
<clears throat> I didn't mean to go all <laughs> into that too much, but uh, um, the reality is that both men and women can be in abuse, can be abusive in a relationship. To say that men are to blame for this action is not accurate. Number three, this way of thinking only serves to further entrench gender stereotype and expectation. It also does nothing to address the root cause of abuse, which are often complex and multi-layered. The next one is, men are not to blame for sexism. A lot of people seem to think that men are to blame for sexism. And I can understand why this might be a case, considering how much sexism still exists in our world today. But I don't think it's fair to blame all men for a few and yet men are often lumped in with the the knuckleheads with the one who who won't do right who can't do right honestly we just need to work together we, we need to come together if we're in relationships we need to come together and work together and and try to solve the problem. And this means understanding that not all men are responsible for what you may have gone through. What happened in your past, don't hold me in your presence to that action. Don't make it seem like I'm the cause or I contribute to any negativity in your life, especially if I'm willing to help you, if I'm willing to be there for you and, and listen to you and support you it don't get no better than that. Because I'm there in that, in that, and I'm grinding with you to get past that problem, get past that situation so we can have a good, decent relationship. Because sometimes relationships take a lot of work that a lot of men are not willing to put the, the work into. Especially if he comes across a woman who's been scarred or been hurt multiple times. man sees that like I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time to play, you know, Mr. Um, listen to your feelings or, you know, um, let you take out your anger on me. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to have to put my life on hold or stop wanting what it is that I want because you are unable to have sex because you were in a fucked up relationship and all they wanted was sex. I understand. I support how you feel. But understand this. You have to know me. You have to respect what it is that I need, what I want. And be willing to work with me. Because if we're, if, if, if you're willing to work, we can overcome some of those issues. But if you just want to sit in sorrow and woe is me, I can't find a good man or all men want sex or all men ain't shit, then guess what? You're never going to come out of that dark place that you're in. Because every time you come across a man, you may smile, you may show a little breast, you may even give him something. But you may not be 100% into him. You may not be willing to give him what it is that he needs on an everyday basis. And with that, if you're not willing to do that, a 
man recognize that he goes somewhere else. And then you and your feelings, and it comes back up. Men ain't shit. Understand you have a part to play too. And you don't have to play, you don't have to play this, you don't have to play that part. If you know that you don't want to be in a relationship or you cannot fulfill a man's needs, be honest. Don't have him hanging around hoping that you're going to at one point be into him and be ready to give him some or spend some time with him when you know you're not mentally and emotionally ready. You can get off of that physical because it's only so long. But if you're holding him captured because you don't want to lose him and you don't want nobody else to give him to you, you're dead ass wrong. You're contributing to the problem. Sure, you got something going on. Sure, you, you've been hurt before by several men. So, because you have gone through pain and hurt and, and disappointment, you're going to drag the next man into that? That's selfish. That's kind of like evil. But it happens. A lot of women will take a man through the ring because of what she's gone through to, a, to men prior to someone who actually see her for who she is see her for the queen that she is the woman that he wants to put a ring on her finger take around his family take trips with but she holding on to some bullshit from the last relationship and don't get me wrong I understand everybody don't recover or bounce back the same way but don't hold me hostage if you're not ready. So working together to solve the problem is important. It's crucial to a relationship. And that means understanding that all men are not responsible for the action of the last man. Let's stop by giving credit where, where it's due and stop blaming As I said earlier, it's unfair to paint or to illustrate all men with the same brush or the same ink pen. You gotta hold that individual who hurt you, hold them accountable. Let them know what they did to you. Make it known that, hey, I can't move on because of your actions. I'm going to find a way but because of what you've done to me I'm unable to move on with the next man and that's not going to do anything it's going to help you get it off your chest and that might be the only thing it does help with but at least you said how you feel and that's the process of starting over or getting ready or preparing yourself for the next man While it's important to be cautious and aware of the potential dangers in any relationship, it's also vital to give men the benefit of the doubt and not assume that they are all out to hurt you. So ladies, as I did earlier in this podcast, I'm going to plead with you to stop blaming all men for the action of a few bad apples. 
we're not all the same, we're, and we should not be treated as such. We're individuals with our own thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and we should be respected as such. So on that note, I want to end the podcast. I want to say thank you to everyone who has supported the growth, the growth of this podcast. I don't know why it's still amazing to me. Maybe because I didn't think too much of it when I started out. But I think one of the biggest things about my growth in this my growth of this podcast is my transparency and the fact that I'm not trying to I'm not I'm not here to get no shock value. I'm not here to tell you a whole bunch of lies and get you to ante up some money. You know what I'm saying? For the, for the people who have supported financially, I appreciate that. And who knows, maybe when I grow a little bit more and have the expenses I need, I might, you know, put the, the cash app on, you know, do some stuff like that. But that's, like I always say, it's about passion. Passion don't pay the bills, but I know this podcast ain't going to pay my bills neither. You know what I'm saying? The podcast is like almost a hobby. It has become like a hobby and a, and a passion for me. This ain't no source of income. This ain't no money maker. So when I find topics and when I talk about situations or tell stories that I've experienced... And you know, sometimes when I, when I say certain things, I'm telling the story. I may not come out and say I'm telling the story, but if I say certain situations, nine times out of ten, it's something I've been through, it's something I know, something that someone I know has been through. You just gotta read between the lines sometimes. You know. But to uh, see the, the growth of this podcast, man, it, it says a lot about me and it says a lot about the people who support me and um, as long as you support me I will continue to try to do my best um, I can see that my uh, my delivery is becoming a little bit better you know because at first I was just kind of a wreck <laughs> even though you know you can't see my face and, I'm, and I think I'm going to do the YouTube too as far as showing my face and stuff but I like this lane. You know what I'm saying? I like what I'm doing. And my my growth has come from the support of the people. And that's why I say I appreciate. That's why I always say I appreciate everybody for listening and, and supporting and, and, and shooting a couple of dollars. Because not only do you you know, help me out, but you help my confidence, and you help me, you know, want to do a better job, and I ain't getting all bushy, and sound like no sucker duck ass motherfucker, that ain't happening, I'm just speaking, and, and let people know that I appreciate the fact that you listen to me for a couple of minutes of your day, the opportunity to sit down and, and let me talk to you, and you find me entertaining, and someone to listen to, Anybody want me to talk about anything, hit me up at where he speaks erotica at gmail.com. You know, I got I don't have no problem with you know 
speaking or talking with people just as long as you're respectable. And um, if you got a story, you know, if you got something you want me to put out, if you got a question, you know, hit me up. I'll answer, I'll do my best to answer to the best of my ability. And please continue to like, subscribe, and share. Tell your, your girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? Tell your auntie who might be going through some bad issues, you know. And I don't have all the answers. I don't. I don't. Um, but I will do the research and I will give you a a great answer or something close to what it is that you're looking for. And I would like to continue to uh, I'd like to continue to do this as far as uh, you know adding different segments. I think right now I'm good. I think with the introduction, the question, the sex facts, and the topic, I think that's more than enough, you know, to, uh, to do what I'm trying to do, you know, as always, please, please, continue to be safe, take care of yourselves, thank you for the support, and I'll talk to you later, peace.